DNA. I'm your host, Darcy Walsh. And today's guest, we have Jessica Ray. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you very much. Nice to nice to chat with you today, Darcy. So I was familiar with who you were already when uh, your people had reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I was familiar with your people as well. So I was I had, a little, I had a little geek out moment for a minute. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, oh nice. Cool. So, yeah. oh, that's great. So, uh, I mean, we will talk a little bit more about your more recent release, but uh, to start off for people that are not already familiar with Jessica Ray, you have been performing for quite some time. You've won quite a few awards over the years and you've had some uh, different placements and stuff, some sync licensing maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I've been I've been doing this for a long time. I've been singing and writing music since I was a kid, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but professionally, like I always think of my first record. That was when I was introduced to the music industry, the music business, and uh, that was that was in two thousand. So I've been at it for more than twenty years. Well, and to go through your solo career, yeah, which I'll differentiate a little bit from your more recent material but i started to go through to see who the other players were with you to see if there's any kind of connectivity for like the different supporting people you had with you and i immediately stopped making notes because we would need (laughs) to have like a whole series just on you and who you've played with is that every name felt like a name drop i mean i realized you were probably coming up at the same time a lot of these people were. So it's probably just that you had good taste in the musicians you decided to collaborate with at the time. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, I know I know. I was introduced to Eddie Woodsworth, who's from Cape Breton, bass player, phenomenal bass player, uh, when I put out my first record. And uh, he didn't work with me on my first album, but um, he did play, he put together a band for me um back in 2000 and a lot of I mean they were all Cape Breton you know huge players uh Kim Dunn uh, let me think who else Jamie Jamie Robinson like these are all phenomenal players and uh yeah so just really through through the uh Cape Breton contingency I really got connected with some amazing musicians and of course I recorded three records with with uh, Eddie Woodsworth and Jamie Folds from Sound Park Studios. Just, you know, he, wonderful people and they're all connected, you know, with with Gordy Sampson. So it was just, you know, the more people you know, the more connections you make and the more mm-hmm. doors open for you. And that's just kind of how, I think that's life really. I mean, it's not just in music, but it's no matter what uh, profession you're in, whatever job you're in, the more connections you make. So and you're then, New Brunswick based though. I am, yes. So, and were you always? I've always been New Brunswick, yes. Yeah, that's my. That's there's, my a, there's a heavy number of uh, Nova Scotians in that list of collaborators there. And like you were mentioning Cape Breton, right? So, yeah. There's definitely, uh, yeah, a heavy amount of the Nova Scotia side there yes. in, in with your, your body of work. 
Yeah, yeah. Even I don't know uh, Asif Ilias. I don't know if you're familiar with him and his brother. They uh, put together a concert. I remember in Nova Scotia, and it was they were called the Mir. They were called Mir. Their band. Yes, I, I remember that. That that was um, at a time when I wouldn't have been doing anything uh, like this, but I, <laughs> I was familiar with them. At the, the the Glasgow uh, Jubilee is held not far from where I live. Okay. And uh, a lot of upcoming bands end up on that bill at some point because it's a three-day right. festival so i know that they were through here and i follow the halifax scene even when i wasn't podcasting so yeah. definitely a band they had a name change at one point didn't they i think they did i i can't remember what it was i know their record was called invisible science yes I, I i don't remember what they were called before but i think you're right they were they did have a different name i knew them i met them when they were mere yeah okay of course, they put on the Mirror Super Show and invited me to be part of it, and that really was a huge highlight in my in my whole music career, just to be part of that. Um, uh, you know, Bruce Guthrie was part of that, and I'm really sad to hear of his passing. But mm-hmm. you know, I have great memories of of him during that show, and you know, just getting to play with a with the symphony, and yeah, I really I've I've been very fortunate um, along my music career, just the the people that I've met and. The opportunities that I've been given, and yeah, I think that's kind of why I still do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's with anything in the the art side, if you, it has to be something that you like to do, like whether whether or not you're trying to make money from it, it, it has to be something that you like to do. Or why would you put any effort into it at yeah. all? I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel like music is just part of me. I know people are always saying, oh, you're still doing music. Are you still going to do music after you have children? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I don't think I'll ever stop. I've, it's part mm-hmm. of me. It's just, it's my way of expressing my feelings. And um, I'm I'm very grateful that I have that avenue to, <laughs> you know, to put out <laughs> my and feelings. Speaking of avenues for expression outside of the music, but definitely tied into the music, you also have your whole uh, design business. Yes. So maybe yeah. tell me a little bit about that. I could I could go through and take some some of the notes I have and regurgitate some of the people that I saw on there. There's some friends of the podcast uh, that I've seen listed in the roster of things that you have with there. Mm-hmm. Well, I um. I'll, I'll back it up to after high school. I, well, I always knew I wanted to be involved in music and arts. Mm-hmm. And um, after high school, I did apply to some art colleges and universities. I did not get accepted. Felt very bummed about that. But looking back, I really only had a, I had a high school art mm-hmm. uh, portfolio, which wasn't really, you know, I didn't really go outside of that. So um, that's really my own fault. <laughs> Um, but I did take up, uh, I took hairdressing and I was a hairdresser for four years and which is another very creative outlet. And I still use it today. I cut my children's hair, my husband's hair, <laughs> my mom's hair. So it's, you know, it's a, also a trade that uh, it's great to have. Um, but I know that I was, I, I was still feeling very um, like I needed, I needed something more and I really wanted to, um, you know, explore more more art. And so I went to the craft college in Fredericton and BCCD. And I originally went there thinking I wanted to be a potter. I I love pottery. And I thought I'm going to do this and I want to be a potter. And I took the 
I took the class and I quickly realized that I was not going to be a potter. <laughs> it's a really, have you ever tried pottery? Uh, like the wheel I, you know what? I was, I'm thinking about it right now. And like, I know the whole, I know <laughs> the steps and I feel like I have, but I can't actually recall ever really doing it. So well, I'm going to go with no. I, I could mold little boxes and little sculptures, but as, when I got on the wheel, I just, I don't know. I didn't have the end, the strength. Yeah. I, pots were crazy looking and I guess that's an art sculpture in its own when they go kind of wonky but you know I wanted the nice mugs and the nice bowls it, it's <laughs> just were not happening interpretive art is one thing and, and I appreciate it for what it is but if you're the artist yourself and you know it's yeah. not what you're trying to do and <laughs> it's yeah no I was so discouraged so I ended up um, taking a different medium you can take I think three or four different ones when you're at the craft college during your okay. first year and graphic design was on there as well so I I went into graphic design and I immediately loved it and I thought you know what I've been doing graphic design all along because I, mm -hmm. you know, in high school, I was on poster committees. I was making posters. I was cutting up magazine letters and, you know, creating designs and always drawing and always, you know, coming up with cartoon characters and, and envisioning, you know, details and, and drawings and just how to put things together. So I was like, this is me. This is totally what feels right for me. So I took the graphic design course, absolutely loved it. They were probably some of my most creative years of my life when I was studying at the craft college, just being around so many creative mm -hmm. people and, you know, just feeding off of their energy and just, it was so much fun. And then I, uh, when I graduated from the craft college, I, I became a freelance artist. I, I love working by myself. I, I mean, I don't feel like I work completely by myself because again, I've made connections with other designers so, you know, I can reach out to them if I need help or if, you know, something, if, I, if I'm not able to do a project, I can say I have this, you know, a great designer friend of mine I can pass you on to. So, you know, I, again, that's just about keeping connections open and, and opportunities. But yeah, so I, I uh, that's what I do when I'm not uh, making music. I'm, I'm, I'm designing, which yeah, I love to do. I do want to give a shout out to at least two of the names on there and forgive me if there's somebody on the list of people that you've worked with on that side that I just missed when I was going through, but I know I saw some stuff with Christina Martin yes. and uh, Jacqueline Reinhardt. You did her yeah. album design. Yeah, her album layout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and really uh, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of where I love to do design too, is, is music. I love album layout. Um, vinyl especially like it's so much fun to see your artwork huge right it's nice to see it on a cd too but, mm -hmm. but when it's blown up that large or you know large posters it's it's that much more satisfying for me to see but yeah i've worked with a lot of a lot of different artists um with their album artwork matt anderson i did some of his work um but i've also had i've also had amazing artists to work with um, in avenues where I, you know, I do illustrate, but that's not my, that's not mm -hmm. my wheelhouse necessarily. Like I, I love layout. I, mm -hmm. I love coming up with concepts. So I, uh, I called on Judd Haynes. Are you familiar with Judd Haynes? And, uh, and through things like this. Yes. Like from, from doing research and seeing the name pop up. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, J uh, Judd Haynes is he's from Newfoundland and he's, I crush on his artwork 
all the time. He's my really my favorite illustrator. And he, uh, I, I met him at a, at an ECMA gala. We were, oh, cool. we were, up, we were both up for uh, artist or designer of the year. It was a design visual arts award, and he got all of the nominees together, and we had lunch together, and that was another highlight of my of my uh, career as well. Just you know, meeting with some like minded people and really geeking out on graphic design and mm-hmm. but it was through that through that luncheon that we had that I uh, made a connection with Judd and we we've worked on two albums together he did the illustration for my Dylan uh, my Bob Dylan interpretation album just like mm-hmm. a woman's songs of Bob Dylan and he just did the uh, he just did the album artwork for my new record Sunshine Baby yeah <laughs> so we collaborate I did the lettering I, I love lettering that's another thing that I yeah I get excited about her I, I, I was actually the other night I, I was looking at this and I was like, sometimes I try to replicate font when I do yes. like the overlays for these episodes. And I was like, yep. well, I can find something that's similar, but then the effect, <laughs> I'm like, no, like there's somebody doing that. I, I was yeah. happy to see that like you're doing this yourself as well. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. And sometimes I find when it comes to my own projects, when it's other people's projects, I can completely vision everything. But when it comes to my own projects, sometimes it's a little too close to my heart and I need someone else's vision to direct me. It it, it might sound really strange and weird that that's the case, but it really has been. And, but I find working with Judd, he just, you know, I told him what I was thinking of and, and he's like, boop, 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 whipped it all together. And it's like, how about this? I was like, yes that's it. And then from that illustration, I'm like, I can use the hand and the sun and all these elements and create other pieces, single artwork. I can, you know, I can just, I roll with it and I feel, yeah, I just, I, sometimes I just need someone to kind of give me that, that little visual portion that I can just blah, I can go crazy with it. What I run into myself is sometimes I need to explain the three or four paths I'm taking to somebody so yeah. that they can arbitrarily say something that I'll pull a decision from. Right. Like it, it they don't care. No. Like I could no. do any option that they'd be fine with it, but I, I have to hear something from somebody else's input. Yes. And have yeah, that as the that. trigger for me to actually make a decision which path I'm taking. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the trigger. That's the word. You need yeah. a little trigger sometimes. And then you then you're on the you can go with it. And so the new material as i was referring to it with the ramshackle parade so there's the bob dylan album that you mentioned yes so that's 2019 Mm -hmm. okay yeah it was 2019 we put out that record and then this new full album you put out in may yes sunshine baby yeah so um actually this this uh cardboard part i have here is like the little postcard placement that you had floating around at the ecma so i picked up one because oh, okay. the, the artwork grabbed me i go around and collect yeah. stickers <laughs> and stuff and I, I have a whole pile of business cards for reference if i ever need to find a guest i'll just go over and pull through it That's awesome. so uh, i was telling beth when she reached out too that like this was literally sitting on top of my pile over there cool <laughs> so, like, you, you were already on my list so, yeah. <laughs> really really good timing like i said i knew the album was already out 
Yeah. So uh, it was exciting to see timing wise that I was planning on reaching out and you're also uh, getting ready to promote a tour. Yeah. Yeah. The tour. Well, some of it starts next week. Um, we're playing the Maritimes like our hometown uh, show is next Saturday. So, um, yeah, I'm getting excited about it. It's starting to become real. Again, I've been designing all the promo pieces for it, you know, just all the different videos and imagery that goes along with that in the posters. And um, but now it's like, OK, this is wow, this is getting there. We're we're getting down to crunch time now. So I'm excited. And so does that, are you insinuating then that some of these design influences are being incorporated into your stage as well? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you I probably can't... don't want to give away too much, but <laughs> what, what can you give us as a teaser for the tour for anybody that's uh, considering and not already buying a ticket? Well, well let's um... get them over the fence. <laughs> well, I, um, there's there's one particular video that well I just released a video actually for uh, reaching out to you I just released it the other day and it's a um, there's no there's no lip singing to it at all so it's just it's all done in slow motion it's shot very cinematic and very I'm I'm so happy with it my mother's in it my daughter and four of my nieces and it's just very it's very dreamy and um, I I have this idea in my mind. Uh, we have to actually time it out to make sure that it's going to work. But I would really love to have it. Um, I would like to have it to have it playing in the background when we when we play that song. So, <laughs> but that has to be timed out. It, you know what? Even if it wasn't, if it's if it ended before we ended it, I think it would still work out all right. But oh, I'm but sure. that visual in mind, yeah. And of course, I I actually I made the uh, the album cover things turn and eyes blink and flowers grow. And so I've kind of animated the album cover as well. So anyway, those are a couple of little pieces that I've put together. Well, that's cool. <laughs> and I'll uh, have a link or list down in the description for anyone that wants to see where the rest of the tour dates are. Sure. That's great. Uh, Thank you. Will you be touring with anyone on these or do you have different supporting people with you on these dates or is it? Uh, we, we hadn't really, uh, no, but recently um, Dennis Ellsworth from PEI, do you, are you familiar with Dennis? Yeah. Yeah, he was just added to our, what show was it? Uh, the Redbird, Redbird Live okay. in Ottawa area. Yeah, so that's October 27th. He's going to be, cool. he's going to be opening for us there. So yeah, I know Dennis, I, he and I did a Christmas thing years ago together. Oh, okay. So yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised his name probably was in that list. Like I said, I went through and then just didn't bother to make notes when I was looking at all the different people that you had performed with and right. collaborated with. Okay. Yeah. So I did want to ask you a little bit about that difference where I'm saying like the newer music versus the older music. So myself and anyone that's familiar with the show would be aware that I do this quite often too. I I'm used to old school album collecting, even though... I'm obviously living in this digital age. So yourself, you follow more of that old school structure of singles and album. Mm -hmm. So it's a little easier for my mind just to grasp onto. But right. I then immediately, which I can't do this with some of the newer bands because they're all in multiple projects at the same time. But when I look at yours, you have all of your single albums, like where it's you as a soloist. Yeah. and different people collaborating but then the ramshackle parade comes in with a bob dylan tribute 
Yes. And then a full album of original material. Yeah. So for you yourself as Jessica Ray, so how do you draw the division between the older material and the newer, newer material? Like that's my way of referring to it, but is there a difference in the sound or is it just that you wanted to identify that you have a new solid band that's always going to be the same players? Right. Uh, that's a great question. I would say, I would say sound. Absolutely. Sound and feel. Mm -hmm. uh, this, these two projects are uh, like back it up to my, my solo projects and, uh, and working with, with Ed Woodsworth and Jamie Folds and, and all the fabulous players in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. And um, I didn't really play on those records. I think there might be a couple that I actually played acoustic guitar on, but for the most part, it was, uh, you know, studio players were came mm -hmm. in and, and, you know, and I would sit down, I would always, there was always a pre-production um, part that was involved in the making of those records. You know, I would sit with Ed and, and Jamie and we would come up with uh, arrangements and, you know, and, and then we would go in and, and with, with musicians and, and play the parts. And then I would sing sure. over top of it, but with the Dylan project, um, a lot of it was, was recorded live during the pre-production so uh, th th there's just a different energy I think you know mm -hmm. when you're you're performing the songs all together and capturing some of those parts it's different than when you're just you know playing to a click track or you're just playing to drums and adding guitar or just adding bass there was um yeah there were a lot of tracks that we kept a lot of the guitar or we kept the piano or you know because there was a feel that we couldn't recreate mm -hmm. And also uh, the guys in the band, they're all, um, they're all singers and songwriters, you know, they're in their own right. They're all uniquely their own solo artists. Um, but together <laughs> there's something, I I think it's kind of magical, really. It's, it takes a long time. I feel like to, to come together as a band and, and, you know, be, have that family kind of knit feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, I've, I mean, I've, I've, I've loved all my everybody I've worked with in the past. I've I I love everybody. I I really do that I've worked with that has worked with me. You know, I'm very fortunate they wanted to work with me. So, but I feel I feel with with these particular guys, um, because we come from such different different but similar music backgrounds. I mean, everybody we all love Bob Dylan. I, mm -hmm. I think the guys are probably bigger Bob Dylan fans than me, right? They everybody's a Bob Dylan fan, but everybody has their own style of music that they that they love and they listen to and i think collectively when we get together and create um create music together i think our uh our musical styles complement each other and it kind of it's that rant like the word ramshackle is really is really appropriate for our our style i think so and you when you mention the different influences too, I don't. Uh, I should have. I should have made a note for this, so I'd have it for reference. One of the songs on the new album, it reminded me of kind of uh, like Jefferson Airplane kind of oh, thing. Cool. Yeah. Um, but I definitely like as an overall listening to the full album, I'm picking up maybe some. A lot of people 
have a Sarah McLaughlin kind of sound in there, but I'm also picking up some Tori Amos kind of mixed oh. in there. Oh, nice. So is that, are those some of your influences or is it really a hodgepodge of everyone? Um, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a hodgepodge. I know, like I grew up, my parents, my parents introduced me to uh, folk music. So really my, my love for folk music was, I, 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 just, I grew up on it. That was mm-hmm. the music that my parents introduced me to Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, um, you know, the Beatles. I, I love the Beatles because my parents, you know, that, that was our collection of music that we listened to. And then of course, I was born in the 70s, but I grew up in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I listened to 80s music and then, of course, the 90s, which is really, it's kind of funny that the, the 90s is all coming back. Do you yeah. find that? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, the 90s music and fashion are all coming back. Go, uh, go through <laughs> the video list on the YouTube channel for East Coast DNA. Yes. And uh, there's a lot on there. So, like... God bless anybody that's listened to every single one of these. Yeah. But if you go through and for yourself, go through and pick out some of the younger artists that you can just tell visually scrolling through. Okay. And go and listen. And I, w- I would say 99% of the people in their early to mid 20s that are putting together yeah. bands right now are yeah. heavily, heavily 90s influenced. It's like, 90s. It, maybe it's just I'm accidentally fallen into that category and those are the people that are reaching out to me yeah maybe i don't know i don't but know no i think it's a th- thing there's there's something happening out there because they're all getting gigs and they're, oh, yeah. they're all they're all getting views so yeah there, there's an audience out there for it right now yeah, like, for I mean, sure. my, my kids they they watch movies and they look at youtube and tiktok and all those things and a lot of the songs that are you know synced or playing in the background they're all songs that i oh, yeah. listened to in high school and, and they're thinking you know how do you know this song mom I'm like, that is an old song like yeah. it's not new we're, <laughs> we're just refusing to because ariana grande <laughs> singing it but it's not new <laughs> we're refusing to call them classics which would just make it make sense for the kids but. Well, I, actually, I bought a, a i love shopping in in different boutiques like boutiques like vintage clothing boutiques and just mm-hmm. places you would never find something so cool ever in a you know old navy so i the dress that i'm wearing in a video that we shot for sunshine baby i bought that in a vintage store and it the tag on it was brand new oh it, yeah it said 90s vintage i was like oh wow awesome. i'm now vintage yeah yeah <laughs> but no but i mean i you know i listened to i loved Celine Dion I loved Mariah Carey you know all these huge vocalists female mm-hmm. vocalists I was trying to hit those notes like I when I was trying to discover what I wanted to sing or how I wanted to sound or you know perfect what I was had going on I tried all those mm-hmm. vocal parts but I you know I, I listened to Ann Murray Jana Arden Rock Fazine mm-hmm. I, a lot of those big vocalists I I listened to and I followed and tried to emulate those types of of uh, of singers so well, yeah. it's it's, it's kind of I'm sure you'll find it you're we it's similar for both of us I guess is that what we're doing right now yeah in relation to music that we're seeing the stuff that influenced us yeah. influenced a completely different generation yeah and it's just interesting to see that like 
if I was that age again, like I would have all that same cool stuff again. It's just new versions of it. But it, I mean, if anything with advances in technology and things that are available to people, like everything may cost a fortune, but the stuff that used to be impossible to afford yeah. is right at all of our fingertips right now. So yeah, right. It, it'll be interesting to see how this kind of wave of music lasts over the next few years. If it's something yeah. that... Because it doesn't seem to be something like we're both saying, I'm not sure. It doesn't seem to be something that's like a passing fad that just kind of popped up as a trend. Yeah. It does seem like people that were organically influenced, likely because our generation had children and right. they were influenced by what we were listening to when they were little. Yeah. And we didn't even realize that we were influencing them in some cases, probably. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll see yeah. what happens, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> so for anybody that's uh, new to you and your band, what's a song that you'd like to play off with from your catalog or maybe new single that uh, give everybody a little taste of what to expect and maybe get you a couple extra CDs or actually you had mentioned vinyl. I recommend everybody listening at least take a couple seconds to go on Bandcamp and check out the vinyl collection that you guys have. Okay. You have real cool limited edition vinyl on there. Cool, I, yeah. I won't even describe it. I won't do it justice. <laughs> Go on to Bandcamp and take a look and buy a copy for yourself. Awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, what uh, song would you like to play for somebody? Oh, geez. Let me think now. Um, well, we did just release a video for Reaching Out to You. However, I think I, I would love for you to play I Feel Fine. Perfect. I actually, I, I really have that written down here. Yeah, I, I, like I, I, I have to show this. It's the very last note on my paper here is that I actually wrote the. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good cut. That's what my notes are just for reference to see how spot on I am. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. <laughs> and uh, everybody that's interested in grabbing a ticket, uh, links down below, get information for the tour dates. And uh, Jessica, in the future, if you have something new you want to promote, uh, by all means, reach out. I'd be happy okay. to hear more from you. And uh, we'll be keeping an eye on you on this end anyway. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Darcy. Right. Thanks that was fun. Stay with me tonight, my love. Wine will keep us warm. There's nowhere else to be right now besides in each other's arms. Flying's the only way to get high these days It's all in my mind Now that you're here I feel fine Ask me how my day was, love I'm sure to answer quick Yesterday my mind was tired and my heart was feeling sick Crying's the only way to feel good these days It's all in my mind Ask me and I'll tell you I'm fine For the first time I feel fine 